Hi everyone, it's Carrie Beach and welcome to the Traveling Pony Podcast. So I know what you're totally thinking. Where's the music? Where's the intro? Isn't it Tuesday? Bad news is I was unable to find somebody to do the podcast for this week. So it's just going to be like our Friday ones, me and you, except we're going to talk about a few different things today. As always, if you guys want to go ahead and leave a review and a rating and make sure you follow this podcast, the more people that do so, the more this podcast will get out there on rankings like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and the more people that listen, the more people I can get on. So, let's jump right into this week's episode. I'm going to quickly go through a few questions, and I want you to try and answer them as honestly as you can. Are you the type of person who blames themselves? When you're riding and you make a mistake or something goes wrong, do you blame your horse? Same thing. If something goes wrong when you're riding, do you blame yourself? Depending on how you kind of answer those few questions kind of depends on what this topic might mean to you. I wanted to sit down and do a podcast on something that I kind of feel strongly about, which is this whole thing around the concept of the blame game. I think it's extremely easy to point the blame on other people in our lives and not ourselves. I mean, I do it all of the time. How many times has something gone wrong and you've thought to yourself, well, if X, Y, and Z had done this or if something else had been different, this would have never happened. To give you an example, recently I was supposed to do something, right? like we all are supposed to do every single day and I was supposed to send something out I think and I was waiting to hear back from this person assuming that they would contact me first right of course they didn't which I don't know why in my mind I was like oh yeah they're totally going to contact me first I don't need to reach out to them right so I kept waiting and I kept waiting and I kept waiting and instead of just using like the small sliver of my brain that I have to just send a very quick message I didn't and do you know what happened because I never took that step forward and I never took the initiative time passed the opportunity went away and do you know who I blamed right away not myself but the other person I sat there and I was like you know if this person had contacted me first I would have had X, Y, and Z, this would have worked out, blah, 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 blah. And as I kind of sat back and reflected later on, I was like, no, that's not right. Have you ever, this is going to sound so weird. I love musicals, if you did not know. I listen to a ton of Broadway and I listen to just a lot of musicals. I've watched quite a few. I've never seen one in person, but it's kind of like if I'm driving in the car, boom, I turn on some type of theater, musical, Broadway type thing. And usually I'm rocking out and jamming out, and you know, in the summertime when it's not super cold. I even have my windows down and I like give people free concerts. It's a blast. One of the shows, and this is what I'm saying, it's going to sound so weird, that I listen to is Rocky Horror Picture Show. And in the song, Sweet Transvestite, which is just an absolute amazing song like I jam out to it all the time one of the ending lines you know when they're in the elevator and everything he goes I'll remove the cause but not the symptom besides that song being like absolutely amazing 
I think so much about that line in particular, which is just maybe like a weird line. But I think about like with myself, like in this situation, I was upset wanting to blame somebody else, but the cause was me. I (laughs) caused that to happen because I personally did not take the initiative in my life to take a step forward and do something as simple as contacting somebody. What was the symptom? not hearing back and missing an opportunity, right? That was my choice. Just like I said, my cause. So it's so easy to turn around and blame other people. And that's why I kind of think of this concept as the blame game. It is so much easier to blame everybody else in your life besides yourself. I think blaming yourself and taking responsibility for your actions is uncomfortable for a lot of people. I know for myself, it's taken me a little bit of time to get a little bit more friendly with this idea of turning the blame on me and just accepting it and saying, hey, you know, I made this mistake. Whatever somebody else's actions were did not actually cause this. It's a me thing. And that's difficult for a lot of people to do because then if you kind of focus in, you're like, hey, I'm the problem, not somebody else. It's uncomfortable. Like who wants to be... (laughs) Who wants to be the problem or the reason that we're in pain or any form of discomfort? I think a general concept is most people do not run towards discomfort. Most people never want to experience discomfort in their life. Something that I've definitely kind of learned over just the past year, I think, has been a lot of growth for me. I think until I hit kind of 21 and opened up this barn, my probably perspectives on life were kind of stagnant and didn't really change that much because I wasn't put into the situations that I've been put into after having this barn and just kind of getting a little bit more out there and experiencing different things. My perspectives have definitely changed, (laughs) but one of the things I've definitely learned is at the beginning of the year, I was definitely that type of person who did not like discomfort. (laughs) I've kind of mentioned this before in other things. I think everyone's main goal in life is to have a very peaceful, happy life. That's what most people look for in this life. So most people are not going to want to embrace any form of discomfort or anything like that because that is not peaceful. That is not a happy feeling. Admitting that you made a mistake and did something wrong like you know that especially if you're someone with an ego that takes a little bit out of you not only and this is why i asked those kind of questions in the beginning the blame game i think i have some problems with it but i also think it's really common in this industry so i want to throw out something that's been happening recently and i'm going to give my take on it and kind of what i did to change my mind going into this i definitely feel like my uh personality (laughs) probably for most people is kind of centered around sloan having the surgery and everything having the curatoma because i mean it's just such a big pivotal point in my life like i've said before if he had never gotten that tumor I would have never started the blog, which then turned into the podcast and has turned into all this type stuff and has kind of become this brand that I want to branch out and do more with media and then hopefully in the future maybe even go a little bit more into design, clothing. Like I haven't quite decided what this brand is going to be and I think that's a good thing. Like I think, I've said this before, if you are not growing, you're dying and I believe the same thing with a brand. So yes, my personality has kind of become consumed with this concept, but that's been my life. It was a very pivotal part. I was kind of in a really stagnant place until that event happened. 
you know, so much has happened over these past couple months and I finally kind of got the clear to start bringing Sloan back into work and kind of rehabbing. I would say it's not like I'm rehabbing him from a quote-unquote soft tissue injury or anything where it's like, oh, you need to do so much groundwork and just really build it up. But yeah, I am rehabbing him back from basically not being in solid work for six to eight months, kind of bringing him back and we've experienced some you know, difficulties along the way, like most things go. So I was writing him the other day, as I normally do, and I've kind of had this thought for a little bit that I wanted to change something with myself, but the days are really long. I struggle a lot with energy, I would say, and I think that's definitely a me problem. I think that the general way of how I take care of myself, particularly looking at the food aspect of it, could definitely be affecting my energy levels because I'm a sweet lover all day long and I will gladly eat a cookie over something like healthy for you. That's not my style, I'm sorry. (laughs) But I'm trying to change that very slowly. But I was kind of thinking before, I was like, you know, I kind of want to change something. I just, something wasn't clicking within myself. And I definitely want to explore this side of kind of my life right now in a different form, maybe doing like YouTube videos or something. But this is definitely a side that I will continue to explore further outside of like this single podcast episode. I was just riding Slynn around the ring. He's always kind of had this tendency to want to really dip in and throw his shoulder, especially when I go across the diagonal to change directions. My ring is on the smaller side, but definitely still big enough to do like lots of different things. I can get a full course in there. All that type of stuff. It's bigger than some of the indoor rings I've had the opportunities to ride in. So he's always been that way in a probably smaller area. If you're in a huge ring, he's not going to do it because it's not like the corner's right there. It's an anticipation. He collapses in. All that type of stuff. So, you know, I'm going, I'm trotting around the ring, go to change directions like I normally do. And I was going to One of the harder sides that I knew, he generally liked to kind of cave in on his shoulder and just kind of fall. And we're trotting, we're trotting, we're trotting. And right on cue, boom, hit the corner, he drops his shoulder, he just dips in, tries to turn super sharp. And my training ideas and just the general way that I think has drastically changed in the last couple of months just so much like I could go further into it and I would love to go further into it but I do not ride the same way that I did when I was a junior which might be a bad or good thing I'm not certain but a lot of my training ideas have also kind of changed in the concepts especially with a horse like him that I'm bringing back into work I don't demand perfection the same way like I might have used to the little small things I don't like get to me anymore. When I was kind of a junior, it seemed, I don't know if there was a lot of pressure in me or I imagine there was a lot of pressure to be doing X, Y, Z with these horses, but I definitely demanded a certain level of excellence and I definitely still expect a certain degree out of my horses, but I try and be very realistic with the horse that I have beneath me on that particular day. And he fell in on his shoulder, so I just stopped. I don't make a big deal out of it. Some people I've seen before would stop them and nail them with a spur. I'm not that way. So I stopped, walked. We just did a little circle. I walked him in the straight line, helped him stay off my shoulder. 
And I've been looking at somebody on Facebook who's just like a horsemanship guy. He breaks horses, amazing stuff. And he was talking about even my own shoulder on the outside. So I was kind of using that concept to be like, hey, I need to figure out how I want this to be fixed and just give myself a few minutes to process what I might need to do to change. But I can tell you that when that happened, my brain immediately went to blaming Sloan. <laughs> you know, I would have thought after everything I've done with this horse, he wouldn't be falling in on his shoulder, blah, 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 blah. I sat there for a few moments, got my thoughts back together, picked up my trot, really sat there and was like, okay, as I'm approaching where I know he likes to dip his shoulder, what am I doing? Like, what am I physically doing on his back? Where is my weight? Am I equal? Because it's so easy to become unequal. And I sat there and I was thinking about what I had read about the guy and the shoulder and all that type stuff. And you know what I did? Kept trotting. Did what I kind of thought of. My plan that I had made before, which is changing something with my own body. Hit the same spot. Didn't drop his shoulder. And I sat there <laughs> and I went through that corner. And man, when I tell you, I laughed. <laughs> because same thing. I played the blame game with my horse. I blamed my horse saying, you fell on your shoulder. This is your problem. I need to fix your problem. When in the reality, I should have been putting the blame on myself, realizing that no, his reaction and his response, this is something that he's probably picked up and learned. Yes, but that is not from him. That is because you've caused it. That is the symptom. Praise to Rocky Horror Picture Show for that. And <laughs> I think about that all the time. But I just think that's something that more people should try and think about a little bit more. We're so quick to play this blame game and point fingers at everybody else besides ourselves. So I just kind of suggest you guys maybe going forward, think about that a little bit. Realize that it is so, so easy to point the finger and blame everybody else in your life when maybe you should sit back and just kind of take a few moments and think am I causing this am I the one to blame because you might find that more often than not you might be so I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast episode like I said just you and me it was a concept I had and I've been thinking about it a lot and I wanted to tell you guys that just because, well, it's fresh on my mind and everything and, you know, one of my situations or one of the ways that I was figuring out how to fix this is, like I was saying earlier, I kind of wanted to change something within myself so I've been taking a little bit more time to just not rush things when I ride and feel like there has to be a time limit to read a little bit more on more of these like horsemanship based type things and how they use a lot of like pressure and just your body to help turn a horse not grabbing its face <laughs> and then two my response to okay the problem is me was I'm weak I'm rehabbing my horse but no idea I did not even have a single thought that I'm rehabbing my horse because he was off for six to eight months excuse me I was off for six to eight months without any riding. So instead of continuing to blame my horse and realizing that I am the problem, I've been going out a little bit more, doing a little bit more gym stuff, just kind of doing a little bit more cardio and strengthening stuff. And I'm going to continue to do so and try and document the changes that I feel like I'm experiencing with just how it's benefited my riding. But I can tell you that already it has helped me so much change my balance point 
and become more aware of my body. So like I said, I definitely want to kind of do a whole another series on this whole concept because I think that a lot of people have done stuff, but I think it would be really fun to just kind of offer my own perspective too and how to also balance realistically having this whole workout thing while managing a barn and a brand. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, make certain to leave a rating review and follow on wherever you might listen us to. I'm so excited to have so many more people listening to me and I'm so excited for everybody who's followed me on platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I cannot wait to continue to make more content for you guys and just bring you along on this journey because things are going to change. <laughs> trying to be more positive, you know? Things are going to change. Things are going to get better. And I cannot wait to bring you guys along and maybe help somebody else out there who's kind of starting like I was not really certain what they were doing except that they needed to change something. I'll leave you guys as I always end every single podcast episode. Where will the traveling pony be next?